0: or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: The first four hours were simply in a moose bush. I'm stuffed.
2: I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure, he's the one not dessert. Not for me.
1: Uh, How good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging
3: podcast scene. Hi. Hey, it's great to be back in the saddle again, Kenny. Oh boy, it's podcast time. I
1: can't find the damn Twitter. Hello, I'm just gonna write hello. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so I can find the link. That's all I did. I, t- I texted you and Andy in the group. Oh, yeah. Just so I could find the link. And he's going to be, what do you guys need? You guys have probably got nah, nine.
3: Do we know? Do people even like this podcast yet? No.
2: Actually, don't. I talked to somebody recently that was like, yeah, I know all about it. Yeah, I listen to it.
3: We're not getting a lot of feedback on the podcast. I, I'm told the numbers are good, but I don't know what that means. What would be bad? Would three people be bad listening? Yes, Five. four is good. 20, A 100. Like, what would be good? What would be bad? But I'm not getting feedback, so I don't even know if people like what we're doing because every podcast has kind of been different. Ah.
1: Well, they're not. It's not. 216578-0092. Do you want to talk about the Browns? Let's talk about the Browns no, right no. now. Baker Mayfield is going to be the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns in 2022. We've Frank and Lorraine, hello. You're next up with the fan. Yes, that's a good opinion. All right. Jeff and Stowe, you're next up with the fan. No, that's a bad opinion. 21657. They don't do that. But we, we, we did do
3: Malik McDowell when that happened. Because it yeah, was breaking did. news. But we haven't done a ton of hardcore Brown stuff. Uh,
1: how about this? The guy who's in charge of NFL film study on Twitter says he'd take Malik Willis. Number two overall and wouldn't bat an eye.
0: Well,
3: there's always going to be somebody that advocates, no I'm matter s- how good or bad a class <sighs> is. There's always going to be somebody advocating. But I do think fans, not just God, Brown I fans. don't want to have on. to do
1: this again in the draft. I think
3: I, well, eventually you will. I, I, I know, it, I'd like
1: to put it off for yeah. further than
3: five years. And and obviously in a year where it doesn't look like it's a great class. But I do think it's silly that just because all the silly, pundits... silly, Jerry, because you're silly. All the pundits say it's a bad quarterback class. That doesn't mean... That you don't you know, take a quarterback. That a quarterback can't be good out of this class. I think so many yeah. fans have already in their mind said, nope, bad class, no one's good. Well, that's silly because guys have been good that no one thought. Nobody thought Patrick Mahomes was even going to be a... Guaranteed starter, right? Am I wrong? About- um,
2: well, he was going to be a guaranteed starter because they knew Alex Smith was gone after no, no, the year. No, not there. But- I
3: don't even mean there. I'm just saying in the lead up to the draft when people oh, no, about
2: Oh, people- no, I think – I well, even when the Chiefs traded up for him, I think they people were like, what are you doing? Mahomes was annoying because it was smart guy Twitter okay. – smart
1: guy, like draft Twitter, like, oh, I love Patrick Mahomes. And then he ended up being
3: good. What was the Herbert talk?
1: Uh, Herbert was you didn't see enough – Herbert was, he came back for his senior year. Yeah. Okay. And
2: Heard his stock?
1: Tua, yes, in a way. I, he was still top 10. Right. But was he top 10? I believe he was eight. Okay. But Tua in Alabama, Tua in Alabama just went completely different. But scouts loved Herbert. They oh. loved Herbert the year before. They love Herbert now. It's almost the same thing that's kind of going with, like, there's scouts who just swear he up and down. was six.
2: Herbert was six. Six? Okay, where was Tua then? Damn.
1: So
2: he's still top ten. I thought two was two. was three. Okay, there you go. I don't know. Two
3: O was three. Yeah. So it was four? Huh. So, I guess what I'm saying is the year that Russell Wilson ends up famously now becoming a third round pick, that wasn't. We took in- John Hughes. Oh, that's right, John Hughes. Um, that was not. I tried to call Vince back. He never called me back. That was not in the calculus for whether or not that was a good quarterback draft. Two O was five. We don't. We don't say hey, it's a good quarterback class, or hey, it's a bad quarterback class
2: Man, right based
3: on a guy cool. that could go in the third round. We don't do that, right? No. So how do we know a guy in this bad quarterback class couldn't get taken in the second or third round well, that even, could be really good? We don't know. back the 2018 But class, fans don't think that way. Think fans like bad class. Stay away from all the quarterbacks.
2: Great
1: class, 2018. Five years later, how great. Going into five years Two later. of
2: them have already been traded. Baker's—I mean, Baker is on on the brink.
1: Let's be honest, Baker's on the brink. Sam Darnold's a bust. Yeah, looks like it. Josh Rosen is an uber bust. Josh Allen is sensational. Lamar Jackson, there's questions, but I think he's sensational. I mean, two busts, two really good ones. Yeah, and then one where the jury's still kind of like. Let's see. see. Mason
3: Rudolph went in the third round. Kyle Aletta in the fourth. Mike White. The Mayor, fifth round, Luke Falk, Tanner Lee, Danny Etling, Alex Magoo, Logan Whiteside.
1: Last year, what was last year's draft okay. class?
3: Uh, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, first round, Zach Wilson, first round, uh. Trey Lance, first round, Justin Fields.
1: Oh, slow it down, slow it down. Damn, I need to react to these.
3: Justin Fields. Trey Fiel- Lance.
1: Uh.
3: Yeah, we don't know. It's impossible to say. Justin Fields. Uh. Again, I don't know. Move. I was hoping. It, that sounded like a big move. I big was hoping. Fetty. I thought Justin Fields was going to be able to play good right off the bat. He did not. No. Had some had some wild plays. Do what but we so all do. Zach Wilson had wild you plays. blame
1: it on Matt Nagy and, and we all sure. move on. Did, did, brought well, on. to you by Extend Technologies. Go did ahead.
3: Zach Wilson have wild plays last year? He had some. Yeah, he, he did. I thought Justin Fields had some. Mm-hmm. You don't think? Because I, I follow Bears yeah. people, I follow like Danny Parkins, and he had some touchdown throws at the end of the year and some scrambles that were <gasps> yeah. like, damn. Uh, Mac Jones, man, he lit you know us what? up. Yeah, he, he lit us yeah, up. Then and he had some real bad games. Tailed off afterwards. Yeah, he totally tailed off. He was a, he was unbelievable in that game against us. Uh, then Kyle Trask, who they think could be the starter this year in Tampa Bay. I mean, they don't have Tom Brady. Good luck. Well, he's a second round pick
1: you hear they're going to start bringing the popsicle or the uh, cream sickle? Yeah. DLCs
3: back. Yeah. It had to be done.
1: They have to get that helmet thing approved. I, I'm right? a prop- Yes, but I'm a proponent of this. I don't think all throwbacks are great. I do not like the Padres brown brown uniforms. People get mad. And I also don't care for the old uh, Astros uniforms. with like the Astro across the tum tum. So not a fan. So
3: you know how I feel in the. Seven,
1: inc- Mid seventies, yeah, seventies, yeah. eighties, I think. I feel well, college.
3: Was, yeah. I feel college needs to stick to the typical brands. I hate that Ohio State wore gimmicky uniforms in the game over the hate past how many years. Yeah, but in the NFL, let's get some throwbacks. Let's get some new helmets. I mean, the old helmets. Like I don't, I don't need new uniforms for these teams. Yeah, I think the teams have enough uniforms. See
2: Patriot pad again.
3: Yeah, and they're stable over the past sixty years, fifty years. That I think I'd be okay if they just changed uniforms every game. I would be. Okay. As long as it's in the confines of uniforms they've worn. Right. I think that that that's cool. And and by the way, you're selling merchandise, they'll so make more money. Okay, by the way, twenty twenty draft while we're on it. Hmm. Um, what were people saying about the Joe Burrow draft? To uh, Herbert, love, Hertz, <coughs> Jacob Eason. They weren't saying that was a great draft. I said it was a good draft. Good? Yeah. Okay. Um twenty nineteen. Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Drew Locke. Gardner Minshew. That
1: was not a great draft.
3: And people said it wasn't a great draft. Overall, this
1: could be the draft. Like, a lot of people were kind of comparing it. I should ask Sam Monson. Is this like a 2013 draft? Because a 2013 draft, like, you kind of knew going in, it's like, well, we got to draft these players, well, that was, but uh, that was
2: the Chiefs had the number one pick and they had to yep. take Eric oh, Fisher. Yeah. That so was EJ Manuel from Michigan. Yep.
3: I was I was with Dustin Fox. We yep. both thought Geno Smith was going to be good.
2: Deion Jordan, Barkevius Mingo. Oh, I wanted Deion Jordan in Cleveland so bad. Oh my God, hor- they were all yep. horrible. But
1: was he? Did he have other serious problems, or was that just weed smoking I, back I, when you couldn't uh, weed smoke? Yeah, I think it was just weed smoking.
3: How so. silly is that? I when you think about it. um. How about this? 2015, Jameis Winston, number one, yep. number two, Marcus Mariota. Yep. <laughs> the third quarterback taken didn't happen until the third round. 11th pick of the third round. I mean, there's no chance. Wasn't
1: Teddy in that draft, though? There's
3: no chance. Um, that was the, the year before. Oh, really? The third quarterback taken, Garrett Grayson, Colorado State. He was still in the league. Sean Mannion went in the third round. Sean Mannion. Uh, Manwich, Brett Hundley, who beat the Browns, and Trevor yeah. Simeon, who yeah. beat the Browns. Yeah. I think I think they both beat the Browns.
1: Uh, year before, Went hard to beat the Browns in them days.
3: Twenty fourteen. Here you go, Trevor Simeon. I'm sorry,
1: can't uh, believe we finished eight nine this year. Jesus.
3: Uh, Blake Bortles, number three overall. Yep. Hey, did go to a AFC Championship game. One one game from yeah, Super Bowl. Johnny Manziel, number twenty two. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, number thirty two.
1: Theodore, there you go.
3: Let's be honest. I mean, what would Bridgewater? What would he have done had it have been the Browns instead of Johnny?
1: He was okay. Yeah. Uh, he's okay. He's okay. I, yeah.
3: But it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have know, solved he wouldn't world peace. would
1: have at least peace. shown up and done some practicing. People yeah. got mad because he didn't want to be drafted by the Browns. It's like, yeah, a lot of you guys
3: don't Most of them draft. probably don't, if you were to ask. Uh, number – the b- 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 hold on. Second round, fourth pick overall, second round, Derek Carr. Jimmy Garoppolo, 30th pick in the second round.
1: I wanted Derek Carr. So On record.
3: So all I'm saying is, I mean, yeah, you still most of the quarterbacks still go first round. You know, they they really do, most of the great quarterbacks or most of the good quarterbacks. But just because of that, that doesn't mean that this year
2: But there's been a lot of bad quarterbacks going the first round. Crap shoot.
3: Well, yeah, there's there's no doubt you're seeing you're seeing just as many misses as right. hits. But that doesn't mean that ten years from now we're not looking at this draft going, it's Oh, shoot one, one good quarterback.
1: Shoot. No.
3: But do Browns fans think, because they've been told it's a bad quarterback class, they don't want any quarterbacks? Zero. Don't draft a quarterback. Period. I don't.
1: I don't. Not this year. I don't. I'm not interested in a developmental quarterback.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you could take a guy at the top, and maybe he'll end up being good. Like, Malik Willis, I, I could understand where the Lions are like, hey, they still have Jared Goff. Yeah. So if you really like Malik Willis, why, why let it risk? Like, go and take Malik Willis and let him sit, because you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you could go ahead and you could do that. And that might be fine, even though you you could get a really good defensive player there. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen Kayvon Thibodeau go from anywhere from to like two to twelve, like he's all over the map because there's people who there's people who love him and there's people who he cares about brand, and so that throws things yeah. off. Um, I think it's going to be uh, offensive line number one, and then we'll see where else it goes. But you know we're we're still early in the process. Uh, can we talk lazy food real quick before we sure. get to the Hugh Jackson stuff? All right, well, hold on, we got to get this text here. So do, have you ever um have you ever had that have you ever heard us argue about lazy food? I have not. One day I was really hungry. And I it has to be Paula, right? Owen, Paula? Yeah, I think so. So somebody ever since the renovations has been leaving food of uh, like snacks in the uh in the lobby. And one of them was like a thing of pop tarts. And I was hungry and I went and got the pop tarts. And Owen's
2: like, lazy food.
1: And I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's lazy. And
2: I put them back. I put the Pop-Tarts back. I think back. I really wanted yours truly that day, and I didn't want you getting you too did. full on Pop-Tarts. You, to... you let that, the peer pressure get to you, though? Was that what it was?
1: But We're now it's just bad. like anything that you just grab and eat that's just like empty calories. Right. I call lazy food. No one's like, well, so no. I get." It. So it,
2: my, my reply is because I get Little Debbie's from downstairs. I don't consider that lazy food because you ate the pop tarts ah, yes. because you were like, "I need something in my belly. My belly is is empty." Why did you make food. it sound fatter when you said well, the term when you said the word belly. belly? Yeah, but I am take I am I am straight going. Yeah, I'm fat and I like sugar. Give me these sweets. I am indulging my sweet tooth. Thoughts, Tone? Well,
3: uh, a few different things. So. Uh, b- believe me, I'm not trying to do this to sound holier than thou because Still I think crazy. today I'm going to go get Taco Bell after after work. Had some drinks yesterday, and I'm going to treat myself. You could the have had Chinese. I or? ran I ran five miles yesterday outside. Wow! And today I'm five gonna, miles. And today I'm going to get a run in and bundle up and and run in outside. I'm not lifting today, so I'm going to I'm going to treat myself. What
1: are you I'm getting close from the, to five miles this year? What are you getting from Taco Bell?
3: I will probably for sure at least one cheesy gordita crunch. That is a must. Maybe two Taco Supremes yeah. with that. Really? That now is like a $10 order, oh, by the yeah, way. Easily. That's like an $11 order. You don't you know do how much whatever's in
2: the $5 box?
1: You guys know how much quesadillas are now?
3: Well, here's the thing about the $5 box. I, I, I will see, because sometimes there is a unspoken 489. item on the menu. Sorry, go ahead. What's that?
2: Che- uh, a chicken
1: quesadilla is now 4 Oh, my God. In the what are we
2: doing? Um, 4 a whole bag of shredded cheese and a whole thing of three
1: more dollars, I got a whole chipotle.
3: Right. Yeah. Right, with way more food. Yeah, and probably. Well, I don't want to get into sponsor talk. It could be. Yeah, sponsor on, so thing. I was going to start evaluating. No, sorry. But all I'm saying is I will splurge. I will do. But the one thing I have stayed away from, I do not buy uh, Pepsi, Coke anymore. I will get one when I really feel like it with pizza or something. Just one. I, I can't have a whole case you or
2: drink it in a red plastic cup. That's I, kind of see
3: through. Like no, I want the I Pizza want the can or a bottle. I have
1: to have ice. I can't have I can't just have it out of a can anymore.
3: Yeah, I'll put some ice in. I can't do it. I have to have it's ice. Good. Second of all, the things like Chips Ahoy, yeah. things like Little Debbie's. I love Chips Ahoy cookies. I will not buy them. I have not had a Chips Ahoy cookie like soft batch in years. I like the soft batch. We used Front to have or those one six sec- a quick oh, easily. Well, it wasn't Hell even yeah. Chips Ahoy, but there used to be a type of cookie that it was perfect in a red bag that kind of unfolded at the top
2: archway cookies is that yeah that's archway. what was. They, i we, know them because they yes. gave them away that's what it is. on the bozo show i
1: like dutch yes. fudge i say grand oh, prize amazing. game i had no idea
2: well i like dutch
3: fudge
1: and if and you get really oven. good you can
2: get a crisp clean 100 hundred dollar bill the, the
3: that's exactly right the archway Co- it's on wgn
2: bozo the clown i
3: can't believe you don't it's on know before this. school I, you didn't get wgn
1: i did i no.
3: that was the only thing on wgn every day Sorry, except yes. Games. day i'm not old um, yeah, grand Pri- Grand prize game of Bows of the Clown forever. So the Archway cookies, you heated them up for, I don't know, yeah. 10 seconds? Yep. And it was the best treat you could possibly he had have.
2: A, he had to heat them up because I wasn't a fan of Archway cookies.
3: Oh, my God. It was so and incredible. And they
2: changed the uh, the viscosity <laughs> of the cookie.
3: <laughs> Wait a second. The viscosity Why did you of you use the cookie? term?
2: I couldn't think of the word I wanted. The thickness, yeah. Viscosity, what I'm a right.
3: term. What a great term. The
2: viscosity. I've been of the watching cookie. a lot of Castro GTX commercials.
3: I love that so much.
2: Oh, my God. Anyway, um, I
1: would have. I love your discipline. I'm so. Like, a treat to you is truly a treat. A treat to you is to me a regular Tuesday. I love your discipline. You just got that laugh, didn't you? Thump! Oh Oh, my God! Someone sent you the thump
3: (laughs) against King Harley Raids.
1: So you had Jim. Like I will have off Taco Bell Friday, and then I'll probably have pizza on Saturday. (laughs) This is not good. Well, no pizza. I try to stay away from the
3: pap. I'll tell you though. Um, me and Sarah will do pizza at any time, really, and any kind. We will literally we are not stubborn like Adam the Bulls, like, Oh, if it's not New York thing crust. Dude, we will he's eat so, he's so annoying. We will with eat that. whether so it's so annoying. Whether it's Papa John's, whether it's Pizza Two One Six, whether it's uh Vincenzo's, whether it, we will go eat pizza because what I love about pizza is that everybody has a take on pizza and it's all edible. All of it. Deep dish Chicago, I don't like, get a chance very as often. As long as
2: your sauce is good. There's some people that have a bland sauce. Oh, there are people
3: then. that have love, bad
1: pizza. I love how that guy And I, like, listen, I love Adam, but I'm just going to get this off my chest. It's so annoying. Oh, I'm from Brooklyn. I I know pizza. What's that going to do with anything? But there's... Because if you're American, you know everything about America. You know everything there is to know about America. And nobody can touch you on American... Think about that. Think about that for a moment. So because he's from Brooklyn, he knows everything there is to be about pizza. Meanwhile, you worked at a mom-and-pop store. Yeah. I worked at a mom-and-pop pizza chain. He worked at the biggest pizza chain in the country or in the world. Is that where he worked? Yeah. Oh, yes. He, he worked at he the biggest pizza okay. chain in the world. But yeah. oh, I'm the one who knows pizza. You might know bad pizza. No, but that's the thing. You might know. Because I don't understand. You might know just – by the way, that's not even bad pizza to me. You might know conveyor pizza. I'm just not – like there's pizzas, yes, I've had that are bad. I had terrible pizza in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. The, sure, the worst the, I've every, ever had.
3: But every – but there's bad everything. But what, yeah. what I'm saying is can you imagine – Okay, there's all these types of beer, right, out there in the world, and everybody has a brewery, okay? Can you imagine somebody saying only, and not even the the manufacturer of the beer or anything like that, can you imagine someone saying only Pilsners, that's the only beer you can drink, or only IPAs? I mean, I kind of know people like that, though. How? I I like trying all the different beers. I like trying, but it's... It's so silly that real real people who love beer and will try lots of different beers, they would never say there's only one beer one type of beer you're right allowed to Because have.
2: they're drinking a beer as a flavor experience right. almost. Right? I just hate I think it's just lowest common denominator
1: to use food or drink as I'm better than you. I don't care. Like, okay, there's fine dining and then there's fast food. I get that, but it's like Oh, I drink craft beer only. Yeah, you know what? I have a lot of domestic swill. You're not better than me. Trust me, you're not. Uh, we you were like I I always get annoyed by that. Oh, I I only eat pizza from Brooklyn, like, New York. That oh, doesn't mean you're better than me. I no, love,
2: it doesn't. I love a good craft beer, but the feeling of cracking a Miller Lite after the a day out working in the yard, like yeah, man, I'm that tra- feeling yeah. is phenomenal. Like
1: I'll try if somebody if somebody has something or I'm at the store. I've I've done. Like I've got my twelve of whatever before, and then I've gotten like, all right, I'll try this, and I get the one single bottle for like three ninety nine. Uh, yeah. The Lucy, yeah. But I'm not gonna sit there. You think I've been work- working my ass off on a Saturday in the middle of July, mowing, weed whacking, blowing pulling off all the ground. Yeah, pulling a bush out? You think I want to sit there and have some IPA or some mm. dark craft beer? No, no. The guys who do that, you guys are weird. You are weirdos. You think I'm doing that? No, I want light domestic swill. And I and you know what? That's I good. want about 6 of them in the next 30 minutes. That's how that works.
3: I, I, you know, it's it's like to me if somebody were to act like there's only one type of Italian cuisine, like there's northern Italian cuisine, very different, very different from northern is completely different from southern. Like we're talking how Mediterranean versus more land-based type of cuisine. How could somebody say there's only one type of Italian cuisine that could even be even in a million years could be the type that you would want? Uh, It makes zero sense to me for any of this stuff. True. I just don't get that.
1: But do you consider fudge rounds sitting on a table lazy food? Yes.
3: Uh, and I would advise against it I would advise against it. And if I were you, Owen, I would throw it away. He's no, gonna he's instead going to deposit he's gonna eat it. it. He's going right to deposit it squarely in his just mouth. Just
1: squeeze it in your ass and just be done with it. For the love of God, would you it's still so get the effect? Right it does look good. Though. Would that what? get
3: the same impact?
1: A suppository of fudge rounds, maybe.
3: <laughs> then they say like high school kids are thinking of all new ways to ingest this man, and ingest that.
1: I don't know, man. Back That's in, in du- my du- day, was, was, was that on Euphoria in the we season just, finale? We just went back in the woods and did whippets. And it wasn't that bad. And no one got ever a little bit too high.
2: Uh, back
3: in my day, we just spun around twenty times on a chair. <laughs> that was Speaking our high. Of,
2: I worked at a pizza place too. Did you ever do a dough hit?
3: A what? A what?
2: We called it a dough hit. So we kept the dough like we kind of pre-made the dough right, and you let it rise and all that. Yeah. We put it in the Tupper or whatever the brand is makes. The gray, big gray trash cans that you see around wherever. Rubbermaid? Rubbermaid. They make a smaller version, like a five or ten gallon version of it. Okay. So that's where we kept our dough. If you let the dough rise until it's popping the lid off. Oh, God. You punch the middle of it. Then you put your face down in there and squeeze it real quick. You get the yeast effect. It's like a 30 second high. Jeez. Oh, yeah.
1: This was Oklahoma? This was Oklahoma. Someone needed to get
2: you guys Imagine sweet, streets, man. That's that's
1: Luis.
3: Luis. Yeah, what? Didn't make it all the way out there?
1: <laughs> I didn't know how good oh, we, we got. we had,
2: what are you talking about? We had our own stuff out there, man.
1: Yeah, yeast hits, or
2: dough hits. Dough hits. Boy, that's, that's, that's strong.
1: That's strong. Okay, lazy food, fudge rounds. Lima, when's the last lazy, what's the last lazy food you had? What's the last? eats M&Ms every day.
3: No, I'll tell you what it is. It's easy.
1: In a clear wrapper. I need. what's the last, like, pastry you had in a clear wrapper?
3: it wasn't going to be a pastry. I was going to say Lunchables is my, it used to be. When I started doing the morning show with you, I didn't know how I was going to get. I didn't know what I was going to do with food. I'd never eaten that early. I'd always woken up from doing TV so late and stayed up till 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning. So my Mm. diet was normally uh, reserved for that. So Lunchables became something that I was doing in the morning
2: do the slim because you are good you bring in cliff bars every day and things like that right that's what you have for your little morning snack type thing yep. but every once in a while you would go down and get a slim gym yeah because yeah, of the lazy. protein right that's
3: as lazy that's as it gets lazy. probably not a good source of protein whatsoever of today oh jesus too. boom out of here
1: boom hey out of here sorry sorry all right stay there stay there you little bastard we're brought to you by Xtend, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. You want to talk about Hugh Jackson? Yes,
3: yeah, he embarrassed himself as usual. It's just another day <laughs> where he embarrasses himself. And I'm like, kind of, I told Ken, because we were talking about yesterday how much we want to do on Hugh Jackson today. And I said, he's so bad and so universally bad, like outside of the cheap jokes that are there. And now they've brought in, and we're, we're wondering about the legitimacy of, of the one thing people would support Hugh about, which was his charity. And his charitable efforts, and now people are putting a flashlight on that, yeah. And whether or not that is legitimate at all, which is so sad. I mean, if we are gonna, if we are now gonna talk about a charity that's supposed to do really good work, and his was very unique, and he had brought it up from time to time, for that, if it is to be fake, and some people are starting alleging that's what it is, it's just another sad chapter well, the in guy- the Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson world.
1: The guy, Dan uh, Murphy from ESPN, mm-hmm. looked into it. He said, no, they're not breaking the law.
3: Yeah, you technically, can technically not yeah. break a law. There are, there are a bunch of charities out there, and they are just attempts to move money and to look good optically. And it's just like, dude, are you doing good work with your charity or not?
1: Well, the question is... Is the charity helping exactly. people out
3: other than an em- or employing someone you know Thank or love?
1: You. Because the question is, how do, it's still, it's like, how do they only get $4,000? Out of the grants only four thousand dollars? Like I know that you have to employ somebody to take care of this. Sure, of course. I would understand even that. How's it get to four? How's it only four thousand? And you're
3: not you're not doing any good work with your charity. You've either you've either um, let it fall by the wayside. It's not a top of mind. Although you haven't been coaching. That stuff, so what have you been doing?
1: That stuff to me, like okay, you and I do shoes and clothes for kids. Then I,
3: you know, and we've seen it from start to finish. We've seen it from taking in the shoes, the clothes, the kids, the pencils, the pens, the markers, the sharpies. We've seen that, and then we've gone to their warehouse nearby, and then we've seen teachers pick them up. So we've seen it from farm to table. It's gotten
1: so. (laughs) It's gotten so weird with. Foundations, like if, I don't even like. If you were like, I'm opening up the Anthony Lima Foundation, I go, don't do that. Yeah, people wouldn't trust
3: it from day one, you
1: can't. You have to if if it's your name attached to it, you have to pay attention to where every dollar goes, and you know if somebody makes a large unless you are paying out a ton of money in grants, if somebody makes a large amount of money, someone's gonna find out and your name's attached to that, and they're gonna come after you.
3: Yes, hundred percent.
1: And so they're going to be upset. And people, when they find these things out, they're going to be upset. So it's like, no, you know what? Shoes and clothes for kids. Been around a long time. We'll donate time to them.
3: Reputable. We'll
1: do that. Yeah, helping. The, the Northern Ohio Adoption Services, mm. I'll do that. I don't need... Mm to Try any of that stuff because then it just becomes and then who knows? Maybe you have a bad year, then all of a sudden, well, maybe I can hide it here. And these quote unquote, and then you're you're doing bad things, you're not doing what it's supposed to do. So, I
3: just don't understand. Hugh's been away, so whatever. We're going down the we're going down that probably the wrong path of the charity thing. The the question we didn't want to go down. The question is about whether or not in this day and age, 2022, now there there have been how many years since our prials lost his job at Baylor? Seven. The question is, because Twitter basically made it so that Art Bryles can't coach. It was Twitter. Twitter reaction is why Art Bryles, the moment they announced that Art Bryles was going to come on and be what? The OC? At uh, Grambling. At Grambling. uh, Later in the day, after the outrage circled the wagons of Twitter and social media, uh, he resigned. The question is, can Art Bryles never work again? Is that embarrassing for Hugh Jackson to bring in Art Browse? Because remember he had he's a friend of Art Browse. That is a friend of his. Yeah. As clearly and, and, somebody who's influential to Hugh Jackson.
1: And we always say, like we did this with Urban Meyer and Zach Smith. Yeah. Oh, nobody yeah. wants to believe that anybody who's done anything bad is
3: around them. Yes. Nobody wants to believe you that. You put blinders on.
1: Yes, absolutely.
3: I mean, look at the Joe Pa situation. Yes. With, some people have made Joe Pa out to be the devil. Uh, because he kept Jerry Sandusky on despite all the rumors, Well, that's, but people are making it. People have then made it sound like he was the guy that but, was doing the yes. bad things. It's like, well, he enabled. But he did anything
1: that. you say, anything you say, you know, I've I've had I've I've done segments on this before, and it makes people really mad because mm-hmm. you and I have said the same thing. Like, it, it it it's not acceptable in our generation today. But Joe Paterno was already a man in his eighties when this was going down. Mm-hmm. And
3: well, people are well, making when, when excuses. When we found yeah. out
1: about it, yeah, it sounds like a giant excuse. I told you about the guy who lived out in the street at my grandparents' house, and it was just stay away from him. Yeah,
2: and now you go. Wait, we all know what this guy and does. Nobody We tur- all know what this guy does, in. and nobody yeah. turned him And Remember, in. Joe Pa actually went to actually his did. boss. He actually he did. He felt like he was like I've done a ton, right? Yeah. Because he went and told his boss about it. There are so many things took that of. we openly
1: attack, rightfully so, rightfully so. There's so many things that we rightfully attack that people just did not want to be talking about. It was uncouth. It was uncomfortable. They didn't want to speak about it. Like, really terrible things like that. When it comes to Art Bryles, this is going to sound like I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth. He knows offense. I don't think you should be coaching in college or high school or anything below that. I know he wasn't guilty. He wasn't found guilty of anything. It was what under a technicality. He was never, like, char- I, I never charged. Was I he? think so many we've made such a big ruckus about Art Bryles that we think that Art Bryles has done something horribly wrong. And losing and think about this, losing focus with your team Not being able to oversee your team is gross negligence and can be taken as horribly wrong. The man was fired, but did he or did he not get $15 million in a a wrongful termination I didn't even know that. I feel he did. I think he did. Art Bryles knows offense, and that's about as much as I trust him to know. Like, I remember when he was the coach at Baylor, and it was very early in the station's history, like, Keith... Keith and I used to have conversations during Bull and Fox, and Keith, like, brought me in. It was showing me – Keith, I guarantee he wouldn't even remember this. It was showing me the offense that Art Browls was running. And it's like, yeah, this is spread out, wide open stuff, but this guy's doing – like, before it just didn't work. You didn't have the horses. Now he had the horses, and it was working for for Baylor. And now it's, it's all over the place. You know, he, he's one of the first guys to truly buy into speed kills. Mm-hmm. I, I think that he would be more qualified – in the NFL or Canada, which he tried to get a job in Canada and that didn't go well, I think he's more qualified to do that than he would ever be. I would never trust him with college-age people. Well, would never trust him with high school-age okay, so, people. And he's so, coached the high school so team so since then.
3: I, I guess the question is, um, what when we talk, because uh, I, I thought in this country we love redemption stories. We love when people take ownership over their mistakes and truly, truly learn from them. We know everybody caught doing something bad or uh, overseeing something bad and, and not doing the right thing, right? Not not being in a position of leadership and failing young yeah. ones around you. Yeah. In this case, Art Browles not only failed his football team and everybody who trusted him, he failed basically every woman on that campus. I mean, think about that. So he, he had 50 something
1: see, allegations of 31 players. I mean, yeah.
3: that's so, that's very that's so beyond disgusting. So if you're a parent that sends a daughter to that school during that time, I mean, leadership and he's included in that and he's probably the highest paid employee there, he failed. Oh, yeah. He failed people. Yeah. The question is, can you come back from that? Can there be a redemption story? Can something be learned from it? Can you become a better person and can you ever work again? In this well, country, I was always told you could you do all can, those things. You can work, but it doesn't guarantee you a job in football. But He had one. He was given one, and I, he had to. But I understand the, that. But society wouldn't let him move on. I understand. This that. wasn't a this wasn't a Hugh Jackson thing, but or or Grambling. Grambling obviously signed off on it. They said, "Okay, this can be a good story." And the internet said, "No, it can't."
1: Like what would have happened?
3: The internet if, decided that it can't. What would
1: have happened if Hugh Jackson would have just kept quiet?
3: It would have been. Somebody be would eventually signaled that hey our uh, Browse is working here does
1: he need to release a statement from his letterhead like it's it's just so like how about you during your press conferences yeah. someone's going to ask you the question and you answer it mm-hmm. how about that you're you're paid well, to do that and as the, the football one thing coach.
2: and you brought up the wrongful termination thing and he didn't he didn't win they settled okay. they settled okay they settled so so they, they settled. did settle okay right but at some point you know it's been 6 years and Hugh just says what hey, I, this guy's a great football mind. He, you know, he's made mistakes in his past. But obviously, this this uh, institution that he was at before found uh, enough that they wanted this to no longer be a thing that they settled with him. They didn't say he was right or wrong, but they've at least admitted some fault in it.
1: In the NFL, mm-hmm. in Canada, these are adults. Like, if one of the members of the Cleveland—and some people don't look at it this way. I, some people think I'm wrong if one of the Browns gets arrested, like Malik, Malik McDowell got arrested. Mm -hmm. I don't blame Kevin Stefanski. It is not Kevin Stefanski's job to raise young people in that case. He's a professional football coach. This is a college that's expected with college. That's expected with, with high school football in lower levels. It's not expected in the NFL. These are grown men. You're supposed to take care of yourself. Like it is not his job to oversee that stuff. So if it were the NFL, (laughs) if it were me, I still couldn't hire him. That's the okay, worst thing so, about I don't so want that go, distraction so, in my building. Right, I don't want that.
3: Right. So let's let's, <laughs> let's go. that's amazing. Okay. And that you probably would have said the same thing about Michael Vick. And everybody worried about what a distraction it would be. Yep. And Michael Vick, yep. you want to talk about a story of redemption. Uh, he is somebody who owned up to his mistakes. He ended up going on national lectures, he went and talked to kids, Yep. and he uh, by all accounts, people that are close to that situation say they believed him this wasn't just something to get back on the field, although that's part of it and that was necessary, There's another. and he had to do all that, so people were worried about what a distraction that would be, and then he came back and he played well, you're right
1: there is a difference there though,
3: and people look at it as a feel good story, but
1: a guy like if you were like Ken, if I was the general manager of the Eagles, can we need, Michael Vick is available and my first reaction would be no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. And you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You'd say all those things you said, and you go, he paid his debt to society. He was in prison. He's got Tony Dungy speaking out for him. And yeah. Tony dungie like Tony Dungy has been no has has been no stranger to controversy. Mm-hmm. But he's got Tony Dungy, and Tony Dungy is a well respected football man. And then you use the term paid his debt to society. Art Bryle's attitude about this it's whole thing back. has really exactly has not helped. He has said that he's acted like he's been a victim and that's, what's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. If he were contrite and did some and sort Michael of paying was, yeah. a debt of society, then people would be more willing. But the fact that he's just been like, I don't know why this has been put towards me. I don't know why like don't play the victim, let, man. You're a head football coach of a major university. Let me do Devil's Advocate
2: on this Please, though. go ahead. You said you you wouldn't want them in your building and I totally get that. For but, the distraction right, involved. Right, for the distraction of it. But think about Grambling and where it was when we were kids. Grambling was one of the institutions that you went Wow, that's like if you can't play at a major D1 school, like Grambling's the school you'd want to go play at, right? Like there was it was Eddie Robinson had that thing held in such high esteem that you know uh, I knew about it and there's no reason that me God. kid in Oklahoma From should know about Eddie Robinson right? to Hugh but Jackson. They've and Art already Riles. they've already taken in a coach that their program is in such a place that they had to take in the losingest coach in NFL history. Right, basically <laughs> like a guy who's a laughingstock. They brought him in. Now there's not people beating down the door to be the OC that you know are good offensive football yeah. minds, right? So, as a school that once was held in this high esteem, wh- why are you not going – I mean, Liberty did it with Hugh Freeze, right? Like, Hugh Freeze yeah, – would Bobby not, Petrino Not got, the same yeah. <laughs> thing. Good God, but- see what Iona's doing with Rick Petino? Yeah. I mean, if these are guys and you're a program that, that has won in the past and you're now going through 20 years in the desert, right? I mean, yeah, and it, it's so
1: – it's. And this is sick. This is so selective. Like Tom Fornelli, CBS, brought up DJ Durkin, who got fired yeah. because a kid, a college age student, died yep. on his watch, and they they and the reason they they fired him they cited a sort a culture that was not conducive to helping young people, and a person died on his watch. That guy's a defensive coordinator for Texas A and M, not necessarily. Out, it, that's not necessarily FBS stuff you get what I'm saying right. FCS stuff this is big time college football and this guy coaching college, yes. right I mean this guy this is big time stuff here and I didn't think twice I didn't I didn't even notice I swear to God I didn't even notice art brials anytime my antenna goes off because he's in the news he's in the news and they're both horrible things a guy dies many 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 people. Like I, I've always said, yeah, they can't all be lying, and one is far too many. One is too many in this case. There is no line that there's no line between numbers that makes it one is too many. So they can't all be not telling the truth, and it's disgusting. I, I just think that one guy, if he's contrite, can maybe get a second chance. And another guy, if he's just strident. We hate that guy. Like, look at—I can't believe I'm going to pull this one out. Martin Shkreli. Did you watch the documentary on Martin Shkreli? I didn't.
3: But I mean, I know—I know about Kay. him.
1: They did both. I thought they did very well with both sides. There were people who despise him most of America. He's at one point he's probably the most hated man in America. To people who are like, no, there's you know there's there's history there. He comes from meager, a meager background. He didn't have a lot of friends. People are, there Was there's speculation of whether or not he's on the spectrum and that doesn't lend to, to very many you know, friends in that case. Mm-hmm. And there were people who, who brought it with both sides. It's like if Martin Shkreli were contrite during all this stuff during, during, I mean, $700 a pill and it was like, well, if he were contrite and goes, you know what, this has gone wrong. Let me, let me walk this back and made an effort. Maybe he wouldn't be in prison today. It wouldn't have given the feds a reason to go after his finances, which, by the way, that's still $700 a pill. The people who have taken it have not changed the price at all. That That's the end of that. So it's like, well, wait a minute. Is he just a front man? Because there's other coaches. We're looking
3: for villains. There's yeah. other
1: coaches who look the other way. There's definitely other coaches who have looked the other way. Guys who people love. Guys who, will call, call, guys who listeners will call us up and fight us over and swear up and down they love them. Who will look the other way on these cases? And it's disgusting. But I also go, if I were athletic director Ken Carman at the University of Akron, not with a ten foot pole, I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need. I don't need my board of regents. I don't need my donors questioning me. I don't need. I don't need Anthony Lima questioning me on the fan. Like it's the same thing. You're you're a rebuilding franchise with the Browns. You can be friends. Why would you invite that in? Why would you invite that in? Because, remember, everything the Browns touch at that time is toxic. And so you're part of that. You let our brows in. Immediately people are going to think the wrong thing. Immediately they are. And so you add a, a divisiveness to your program toward to your organization in the NFL that doesn't really work out. But if I was an NFL or a, or a Canadian Football League general manager or a coach, I could always, well, these are grown adults. Mm-hmm. He has spent time out of football. I can say he knows offense. He's a good offensive mind. But you know what? Offense is the wave of the future. can I find another coach that's, that's, that knows his offense? can I find another guy? Like, who would you rather have? Joe Brady found himself on his ass. Who would you rather have, Joe Brady or Art Bryles? You'd rather have Joe Brady. Joe Brady didn't bother nobody. Joe Brady's 32. He'll learn, he'll learn from this mistake. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin was out on his ass. Who would you rather have? And Lane Kiffin talks as much trash as anybody. You'd rather have Lane Kiffin.
3: So would you be okay with Pac-Man Jones living in your neighborhood?
1: I Can't believe you. I'm not letting you finish it there. Oh, come no! on. No, 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 no. Because there, there were people who weren't listening at that time, Anthony, who might not get the context.
3: <sighs> he went after me on Twitter. I know he
1: went after you And then you he's been Twitter.
3: arrested four times
2: since.
1: Uh, he has been arrested. I know he's been arrested. I think he's been arrested since. I don't know if
2: it's been four times. It's might, might have been plenty. He also yelled into a garbage can after that. He did. That was fun. And it was one of the funniest things. That was I, one you of the what? funniest things I've ever I'll seen a player that. do.
3: I'll give him that. Talking about Terrell Pryor.
2: That was <laughs> wild.
1: I remember people were so mad, and I, had to, I was like, not defending it, but I'm like, guys, we lost.
3: That's what they do. How many yards would Terrell Pryor have had in this offense this year?
1: How many did David Njoku have? 475? <laughs> yeah. 474.